Hi, welcome to the Meg Pearson Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Pearson. I am a student of life, mother, teacher, and self-care and abundance addict. I'm here to share my story as well as what I have learned through my 40 years of living and many life experiences that include personal bankruptcy, overcoming bulimia, alcohol addiction, and later in life pregnancy and motherhood. I have taken back my mental, financial, and physical health and even retired from my career in live television at age 30 to create the life of my dreams in Costa Rica. All thanks to my daily practice, commitment to growth, and many self-guided healing journeys. If you're ready to step outside of your comfort zone, take your life and health into your own hands, and finally feel truly connected and in love with your body and soul, then join me every single week. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Meg Pearson Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. October 28th, this episode has gone live here in 2021. We are rounding the bend into my birthday month. I'm very excited about that. And I wanted to let you guys know something real quick before I get into today's conversation with my guest. A quick reminder, if you haven't registered already for my personal branding workshop, Today is the last chance to do that because the class is happening tomorrow, Friday, October 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be happening online via Zoom. If you want to register for that, if you're considering creating a bit of an online presence, if you have an online business and you feel like you could use a bit of a revamp when it comes to your branding, I'm going to be taking a collaboration of information and insights that I have learned from all of my mentors and teachers over the last several years and my multi, many years working in the media industry to create, you know, some step-by-step ways that you can improve your brand presence online. It's going to be short, less than an hour. So please, if you want to join me, head over to my website, meganpearson.ca forward slash my brand, and I will hook you up with access to that class happening live tomorrow. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to my guest. Today is an exciting day for the podcast. I have my very first man on the show. just realized as I was recording with him that I had not had any men as guests. So this fellow, our Christian Minson, is an amazing friend of mine. I've known him for years. I'm excited. We had a great catch up. He's an international speaker, best-selling contributing author, a trainer, coach, and the founder of Breath Flow Wellness International, which is a world-renowned transformational holistic health and wellness platform that shares the life-changing techniques of breath work. So Christian spent time living as a monk, and he's going to share more about that story in today's episode, um, where he was, you know, meditating four and a half hours a day. And a big part of his transition to what he's doing now as a, as a breathwork facility was facilitator, sorry, was in his desire to integrate, you know, that lifestyle of living day in and day out of spiritual existence into a worldly life. So that alchemy that he experienced and how he, how he was able to do that. We talk a lot about taking responsibility for our beingness and he shares about his theory of everything. So this is a really fun conversation and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So we're going to dive right in. Here is my conversation with my friend, Christian Minson. So here we are. I'm so excited to be with my brother from another mother, Christian Vinson. It's been so, so long. We've just spent about 25 minutes yapping and catching up before we hit record. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome, Christian. 
Thank you. It's great to be here and great to finally reconnect with you after so long. Yeah, it's been a long time. How long has it been? A couple of, at least a couple of years, huh? Uh, March 2020, I would say is the the last time I set foot in Costa Rica and uh, then COVID hit and uh, I pretty much have been in uh, Colorado with a little jaunts to Dubai and California in between. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound like a bad way to spend the the lockdown years, gallivanting between all those beautiful places. So March 2020, okay, so no, just, just about a year and a half again, a year and a half ago. So great. I'm so excited to have you here. Christian is such, a, you've been such a, a big part of my life and my transformation over the past six years. And I know that you have navigated a lot of transformation and, and reinvention in your life. So why don't you begin by just telling um, all of our listeners a little bit about you and, and all of the different, you know, roles that you have shape-shifted through in your life and story to bring you to where you are here today as a, you know, an incredible transformational breath facilitator among a million other things. Uh, well, yeah, it starts, uh, starts as uh, being born a poor child in Alabama and, uh, <laughs> you know, becoming a, a miserable brat of a um, youngster and then um, being uh, miserable in my own misery as I tried to figure out life um, through high school and college. And, uh, you know, the, the short story of that is to, is through the, the trials and tribulations of life and questioning, you know, what the real purpose of all this was and uh, finally hitting a rock bottom to, to where I discovered uh, in that time the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda, a spiritual master who came from India back in 1920 to establish an organization to help uplift people and and help us in our highest pursuits of self-realization and and, uh, connecting with who we truly are as souls and and, uh, energetic beings which led me to become a monk for 10 years in my life. Within that organization, I lived as a monastic disciple and um, lived the lifestyle day in and day out of of about four and a half hours of meditation each day, uh, serving uh, in the capacity to to help the world uh, unfold. And, you know, that that was probably one of the most foundational experiences of my life setting setting me on a course to understand what it really meant to live day in and day out a spiritual existence and uh you know through a number of turn of events i left that lifestyle i was propelled to come back out into the world and sort of do what i'd say is the the uh, grandest alchemy taking that understanding in those uh those habits of of the lifestyle in in the monastic ashram and melding them with the worldly life of chaos trials tribulations all the daily things that that normal people or everyday people have to worry about and still maintain that balance and so that uh in that i was in that transition i was introduced to breath work as a tool that actually helped me to make that transition. And it was the perfect segue from the life that I led as a monk to to the life I lead now, because it 
really when it came down to it, the, the essence of all the, the meditation techniques and, and things that we practiced was that we were, we're practicing modified breathing practices. We were manipulating the breath to help bring the energy up and down the spine to attain higher states of awareness and, and let go of body consciousness to, you know, to, to get into this uh, field of, of understanding ourselves as a soul. And so, uh, you know, it was natural to, to take that breath and continue to expand and explore it. And the, the great thing was that moving into the more secular world, talking about the breath versus talking about specific techniques of meditation and stuff was devoid of any uh, dogma, devoid of any uh, religion or anything like that, that that maybe would scare people away if I, I was talking from my uh, you know monastic soapbox. But to talk about the breath and, and then having people actually experience uh, what the breath can do for them without telling them, you know, this teaching or that, you know, you have to do this or don't do that. Uh, that was the perfect thing to help uh, keep that aspect of, of life, you know, which I feel still is the, the highest aspect, keeping our, our connection to our soul and, and our spiritual consciousness, and yet not not necessarily uh, couching it in all those things that might make people feel uncomfortable. And uh, then, so I, it's been 15 years now that I have worked uh, as a breathwork facilitator, a coach, um, a lifestyle coach that's helped people all over the world. As I mentioned, I recently Dubai, but I've been to the Middle East and Kuwait. I've been to Moscow, Berlin, Monaco and all over the United States, Canada, as, uh, we both share as, mm-hmm. as uh, a foundational home and, um, of course, Costa Rica and, and South America's. So uh, that leads me to, to where I am today. And you are in lovely, sunny, beautiful Colorado, where you have put down some roots recently, which is very, very exciting. And terrifying, exactly. right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Kind of, you know, playing the real world game and trying to stay, you know, what do they say? Head in the clouds, but feet firmly planted on the ground. Which so. I think is is it's such a it's such a beautiful direction to to bring the conversation because I think right now in the world, and I've you know, I've had guests on here where we're talking specifically about embodiment and reconnecting back to our body and the importance of that after, you know, we've a lot of us have spent much of our adult life or our healing journey trying to disconnect from our body and reconnect to this this soul, you know, version of us. Um but this dance of, you know, you speak about the balancing of, you know, your your monastic lifestyle and and the real world, right? It's the same idea of balancing you know, that, that, that knowing that we are of God and we are of spirit with the fact that we are also these human beings and, and the breath is this such a powerful tool that without even, you know, realizing it intertwines the two, like we're using the breath so often right. to try to reach these greater elevations and ascension and, and this ascension of self, when, but we're using the tool of our body to get there. So yeah, well, that's exactly it. I would say, you know, I sum it up in the phrase where sky kisses earth, basically, you know, where the where the ethereal 
consciousness, the expanded um, uh, God self meets the rooted, grounded, physically embodied uh, human of us. And the breath truly is sort of the, the, the bridge that, yeah. uh, as Yogananda would say, the, the breath is what ties the soul to the flesh. And uh, so in it is really the, the gateway into understanding not only our higher self, but how to how to how to live as an embodied self, and and that indeed, I'd say was has really been the the biggest thrust of, of my life as a monk. I was kind of in that ethereal space, always trying to to reach the the God consciousness, and then coming out of that lifestyle, is trying to maintain that God consciousness, but actually work on bringing it into an embodied place, being being firmly here on earth and, and, you know, in the responsibility of life and yet uh, in that still expanded state. And this is the challenge for everyone, whether they're, you know, they came from that kind of background of being a monk versus someone that does a daily yoga practice or a daily, you know, meditation practice. And we have these glimpses of our oneness or plant medicine for that matter, right? We have these, these glimpses yeah. of who we actually are at our, at our true, truest form, our soul, our, you know, our spirit essence, and then integrating. That's what integration is all about, right? Is integrating all of this beauty and this wisdom that we discover while we're in these other realms, while we're visiting the other dimensions, and then carrying that home into this life because whether we like it or not our souls chose to be human this time around right that's exactly it it's i mean i would say that is the essence of the spiritual path in many ways is is how do we honor and recognize that we are human in form right now and not try to escape that or or circumvent it or you know while recognizing that in our truest essence we are this this ethereal spirit being and uh, the two have to work in harmony or else our life will not feel very harmonious (laughs) and it's such an easy thing to say and you know nearly impossible for many people to embody and this is why so many people are i mean at this point in the world i think more people than ever have really started to have this realization that there is more to living than just the day-to-day grind of, you know, go to work, make money, have a family, retire, right? Like there's just, from what I see, and maybe it's just because it's what I choose to see and it's the world that I live in, right? It's the world that we live in, you know, this, this, the spiritual world um, and the circles that we run in. But I do feel that there's more folks that I would never have imagined would be open to, to realizing this and to, to doing this work, um, than, than ever right now. And so more teachers like you and like, and like all of the, all of the people out there that are offering these beautiful modalities are so much more needed. And I, what I think is so beautiful about you is you come from this unique background from, from, you know, being a monk. So I would love to hear if you can think of, and I'm putting you on the spot, what kind of maybe like your top three or top two pieces of wisdom that you think transfer, because you've already spoke about it a little bit, but what else can transfer from, you know, your monastic way of life to being human? And that could be, that could land for the average person, like listening to this podcast that maybe they wouldn't get from their average teacher at a yoga studio, you know? 
Well, this might be a good place to to bring up what I call my theory of everything, which is, you know, what I've tried to condense my experience and and wisdom from from learning uh, in these different lifestyle capacities, and bring it into what's truly important in life. Like, and, and to me, if anything that's within this theory is something to focus on, that's going to better your life versus uh, something that may be a distraction or or something you might be chasing after, but then find that it's it's a dead end after many weeks, months, or years of of striving and and uh, cultivating. So this this theory of everything starts with the the idea uh, that God is. Now you know God is a word that's highly charged. So you know uh, what is God? What is you know the universal energy? In, in this understanding, God is love, a vibration. It's a vibration, and that vibration is love. So the, the understanding that what we are essentially made of, the one, is essentially love. Now, what is the, the energetic movement of love is to express itself, express itself in a multiple variety of ways and continue to uh, evolve those expressions. And so that is where then the one starts to become the many, because the many is just uh, infinite variety of expressions of this love energy. So you, me, the flower, the, the car, the sky, um, literally everything is an expression of love. And so it gets down to then when, when we are an embodied being, what is our purpose in life? Our purpose is really to get back in touch with the essence of who we are, an expression of love. So in, in that, just simply, if we are expressing love in any moment, we are aligned or in tune. We are realized, so to speak, if maybe a temporary moment of five seconds or uh, five weeks, five years, but in that moment, we are aligned with, with our higher self. And when we are not expressing love, we are out of alignment. And that, you know, that generally doesn't feel good. And, and so that in and of itself is a great guidepost for, for navigating life. Am I in this moment expressing from a place of love or am I, uh, not expressing in love? Am I expressing more from desires or more from fears or more from, from habits that have been formed? Okay. So, so from, uh, from, from this place of love, the, the field in which this evolution, this, this practice of expressing ourselves as love takes place is the field of relationship. Okay. So, what I've kind of realized in, in my life is nothing happens outside of relationship. All of our lessons, all of our gifts, all of our, our struggles, everything happens in the context of relationship. And the, uh, the fundamental relationship is actually a relationship with ourself. And, uh, you know, aside note is that self-love is one of the the biggest factors in whether our 
<laughs> our life feels good or not. And, and so there is, again, another clue where you can put your energy to developing and, and practicing self-love as, as a way to make everything else harmonious. So uh, the field of relationship, now the, the main tool that facilitates relationship and, uh, and as a result, our evolution is communication. So communicating is, uh, is one of the most valuable tools that we can learn how to use or how to express. And then finally, the number one message that needs to be communicated before any relationship can have a connection is respect. Mm. Okay. So, and what I mean by that is if respect is not established, two people can come together and it's like, they don't mesh. I can be trying to convince you of something and you just not hearing me because you're waiting for that respect to to be there then as soon as respect is established it's like the the lines of communication are connected now you can hear me i can hear you and we can actually have a a conversation now that doesn't mean we'll necessarily agree with each other but it means that we can actually hear each other and this is this we can see so clearly in in the world today is like one side uh, is speaking against the other side, and they're not, they haven't established respect. So, yeah. all day long, these, these, uh, these messages that aren't very uh, harmonious are being thrown at, at, at one side, and they're not listening to it. They're just throwing the dirt back at the other side, and, and it's just a mudslinging contest. Now, if you, uh, you know, if we can establish that respect, and we've seen this historically in the past, you know, when, when a little more respect was present, you can, you can have a conversation and hard conversations where, you know, you have to figure out things that you don't necessarily agree on, but you come to, to some kind of understanding, a harmonious understanding of either being able to, you know, compromise uh, a solution or, to even understand that we're going to not agree, but to live in non-agreement, right? Yeah. But but without that respect, we we're not agreeing, and we're not being very harmonious about uh, the other side. So this whole thing, you know, uh, working from a place of love, working on self-love, working on bettering relationships in whatever manner uh, you you choose working on communication and ultimately working on always coming from a place of respect to me and those are the things to work on that will make life move in a, a harmonious and a, a happy manner anything else uh may may uh, solve a temporary problem or edify you for a certain period of time but it doesn't necessarily keep you on this track of evolution, which is our, which is the thrust of existence. We must evolve back to, back to our true nature, which is love. Amen, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a hallelujah on that? That is 
Hallelujah. Absolutely. 100%. And I love that you, that, that all, you know, came around to, you know, what's going on in the world right now and the importance of, of respect, you know, and, and I am, you know, gratefully seeing, you know, people out there that are trying to communicate a very similar message about everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, and even they are not being met with respect, you know, trying to communicate the importance for respect is getting shat on and mud thrown at it, which is just, it's so crazy how the world right now is fueling, you know, this, this divisional attitude that we have to be, you know, everything has to be so divisive in, in, in everything that's going on. Adversarial, I'd say. And, And if we really, if we look at that back again, in the context of this theory of everything, that when you are at odds with somebody else, really the root of that comes back to self-love. And it's most likely, and I would almost, uh, I would say 100% of the time, it's that you are in some way at odds with yourself. And if you can solve that being at odds with yourself, uh, your environment miraculously seems to change the person you're having troubles with all of a sudden is nice or the 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 struggle you've had all of a sudden finds a solution or something because the the root of that is that that you're not taking uh your you ultimately need to take responsibility for what's going on and that is that you're not loving yourself uh in some way shape or form yeah, now, why not, that is, we can, you know, we can, we can, uh, do, we can do into, some, do some but, breath work around that. That's what we need to do. We need to do some <laughs> breath work around that. But I mean, I think it's so true. And, and like you said, and the way that so many of these conversations go on, on the podcast and with all of my coaching clients, you know, when it comes to, if we're feeling, you know, anger towards someone or triggered by someone or someone is pushing our buttons or there's something that we don't like about someone, it's because, that there's that there's there's a reflection about something within us that we that we mm-hmm. like you said haven't come to resolve or we haven't you know that we haven't looked at or there's a shadow part of us that we haven't been able to you know to recognize to bring into the light for healing and 100% i see it a lot of people i know that are you know very one-sided with things going on in the world right now i happen to know through personal connection to them that there is a lot of unhealed you know whether it's trauma or self-loathing or, you know, and then I just see them barfing that on other people. And it's, it's, it's sad, you know, to say the least, but it's more than that, more than that, it's fueling this, this, this darkness that isn't necessary when what this world, what the world needs right now is a whole lot of light and a whole lot of love. Right. Right. And this, you know, I, um, uh, corollary to this whole thing is if we recognize that you know everything came out of the the one you know whatever we consider that god the universe your higher self and what i call love the vibration of love that we recognize that everything is part of everything else so the outside world is simply a reflection of you and your your inner state and if your inner state is harmonious and balanced you will experience the world in a much more harmonious and balanced way. That doesn't mean you won't have challenges, you won't have trials, you won't have things that 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 push you to to grow and evolve. But 
you will meet those in a much more harmonious or flowing fashion uh, versus feeling like, oh, why is life doing this to me? Or I'm such a victim or, you know, those, these people are so mean to me or, or this world situation is, is so oppressive or, or what have you. So, so when we uh, go back to recognizing that the world is reflecting what's going on within us, that's actually a very empowering place to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, where breathwork can come in too. One, to help us you know, through the process of breathwork, it helps us realize some of these things. And then it actually helps us to work on integrating these old energies, which are largely just programs that we have been fed and, and taught since birth. And I would dare say even beyond birth, but that's a whole nother topic of conversation. <laughs> um, but that, you know, we have been taught how to relate to the world as separate from us and as adversarial and such. And so, but, you know, we can say that that wasn't our fault necessarily, but it is our responsibility to actually do something about that, to to shift our perspective on that. You know, we didn't have to have created it, but it's our responsibility to to create our evolution and our, our own happiness. Yes. So, so, so beautiful and so, so true. And I could keep talking for another hour about all of this and, you know, inner world reflecting, being, you know, reflected into our outer world. But we're not, we don't have time for that. We'll have to definitely do another podcast (laughs) where we can go so much more in depth than that. So if people want, people obviously are going to want to learn more about you and, and breath work itself, transformational breath work is, I mean, it's, it's gaining no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. I can't say the word. No notoriety. Notoriety. <laughs> I drank a lot of plant medicine last week. I'm still like at a loss for words to a certain extent. Um, you know, and and you have a lot of information on your website, I'm sure, about that, as well as um something else that you I think you have on offer on your website for people if they want to connect with you and and learn some more. Yeah, you have a, a yeah. Work. So my website, yeah, my website is breathflow.com. So the, the work I do, I call it breathflow integrative breathing. And the, um, the, the process of that, well, first of all, to go to the website, uh, that's where you'll find out where I'm doing events and I do things virtual and I do things live. Uh, a lot has been more on the virtual side over this last year and a half. So the, the benefit of that is I can reach a lot of people who aren't necessarily right next door to me. So uh, uh, on there too is a place to sign up for my newsletter. That's where you can get um, uh, weekly inspirations. I try to try to always offer things that, that continue to help people as well as, you know, information on what new is coming up. It's a contact me page where I'd love to, Anybody that's listening that has any kind of questions or just wants to say hi, I really enjoyed this, or hey, you're you uh, you're really off the mark, and these are the reasons why, or <laughs> you know, I I invite any kind of conversation. So all that can be found on my website breathflow.com, and and then the thing that you are referring to, the offering is that I've uh, finally developed after much struggle and uh, tribulation a program that teaches you how to go through uh, the breathwork process in the comfort of your own home. So, you know, I've largely done this either through workshops where I'm present to, to guide you through the workshop or 
individual sessions where you know, I take an individual and, and we spend a lot of time and I still do those things and they're both virtual and in person. But this program that I'm very excited about is actually taking all, all of the, the teaching I've done. It actually is, uh, I got um, some very professional video footage uh, created when I was doing an event with Greg Braden, the, the, the thought leader, Greg Braden, who's out mm-hmm. there very uh, very famous kind of guy and, and such a warm-hearted guy too. Anyway, from from my presentation there, I, I uh, created a number of modules that that help you understand why we do this breath work, how to do it, you know, what to expect during the process, what you need to get set up, everything you do to to have a session on your own, and then the the final piece is a guided session so that i'm guiding you through it without necessarily having to be present you can once you've got that you can do it over and over and over again Uh, and as a bonus i've got a guided five minute daily maintenance session so so i recommend that people do this five minute session on a daily basis and then go into the deeper longer which uh tends to be more like an hour-long session once a week, once every other week to, to take the deep dive into um, really bringing up their stuff and integrating their lives. And then the five minute session just keeps the ball rolling. It says that I like to say that deeper session pushes the ball down the hill. It starts to slow down. The daily session just gives it a little extra push. So the ball keeps rolling each day. It just keeps rolling and uh, creating a more harmonious, more balanced, more satisfied uh, lifestyle for people. So amazing. And what was that website again? Breathflow.com, the flow of the breath. Breathflow.com. And then also on social media, if people wanted to check you out as well, you have Instagram, I presume. Yeah. Instagram, R Christian Minson, the letter R Christian Minson breathes, uh, Facebook, um, R Christian Minson or breathflow wellness, R Christian Minson. Beautiful. Uh, so you can find me in all those places. Yeah, and I'll have and again, I love. I'll have links to all of those. I was just going to say on in the show notes. So people, if you don't, you don't have to write them down. I'll have links right in the show notes here. So you don't Let's have see. to be jotting down all in that YouTube. That's a, uh, in on YouTube. I've got a number of, uh, of, uh, was doing for a while weekly, um, you know, uh, wisdom live, and uh, there's a lot of those recorded now. So you can, you can get a lot of information on a, a number of different topics that expand out from this, this basic theory of everything. So, so beautiful. Well, I love that, Christian. I, I, love, I love you and I love this conversation. I love everything that, we, that we've covered here. And I hope that we have you know, sparked some intrigue and some, at least sparked some people thinking about everything that we've discussed here today. And I know that you know, the breath continues to be a big, powerful part of my journey and my healing. And I'm grateful for people like you out in the world that continue to, to educate and inspire other people about the power of what this little thing that we do all day, every day, anyways, and harnessing it. That's so right. that's right. Uh, on that note, I'll just I'll end with saying, you know, there there's this this process we do seventeen thousand times a day, and every breath we take is either reinforcing negative habits of being, negative habits of of relating to the world emotionally. Or it's reinforcing positive habits of being, positive habits of health, positive habits of of uh, 
emotional balance. Which one are you doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's where if you feel like you're out of sorts, it, it's fine by, by uh, fixing or I won't say fixing, but by modifying the way you breathe to, to be more full, more free and more flowing will compound 17,000 times a day to start creating a, a shift and change in your life that then happens very effortlessly and naturally. So that's the promise of of what breathwork can hold for people. Beautiful. And who doesn't want that? So thank you yeah. so, so much, Christian. It's been such a pleasure having mm -hmm. you on the show. And I and I and I was just thinking, I think you're the first man that I've ever interviewed. 23, 24, Ooh. 25 episodes in. <laughs> you're the first man I've ever had on the show. So welcome. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. And hopefully that you know, we definitely we all know that women are a little more enlightened than guys are <laughs> generally speaking there. And there's, you know, there's practical reasons for that, but the, we definitely need both to, uh, to, to come, you know, the balance of the masculine and feminine yeah. is, is vital in, in again, the harmony of, of life and, and our happiness. So I'm happy to hold down that masculine root there. Well, thank you for doing that, brother. And I love you so much. And and hopefully we'll we'll be able to chat again soon sometime on the episode. We'll have well, on the podcast. We'll have another conversation, I'm sure. Beautiful. Thank, I'm always willing. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. Please, if you would be so kind, I would be grateful if you could share, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please follow us over on Instagram at the Meg Pearson Podcast and share what you thought about this week's episode. Don't forget to tag us. For more info on today's show, please head over to the podcast webpage at meganpearson.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, lovers. Ciao for now.